0: Welcome. Welcome back. We are on our second episode of The Good Gossip Podcast. I'm Todd Revis. And I'm Melissa Elizondo. And we're excited because today we have our first in-studio guest. Oh, it's awesome. So we have a third person joining us. I want to introduce her now. She is the newly appointed uh, judge for the 466th State District Court here in Como County which is the New Braunfels area. And uh, she was appointed by the governor, Judge, uh, Governor Abbott. And once she does two years, then they'll be able to, it'll be an elected position, which is really cool. So she's also uh, a wife and mother of three. She's been a litigating attorney for 30 years, which is apparently unheard of. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, she's a grandmother. She turned. She became a grandmother in November of 2020 to Lucia Marie Bascon. And so, without further ado, please welcome Judge Stephanie Bascon. All rise. <laughs> there she comes. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hello. Welcome. Hi. Good morning.
0: We thought it was appropriate that we rise. You know? yeah. Hopefully, that'll be the last time we do that okay. in front of you.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because if we did that again,
0: we might be in the wrong chair in exactly. that room.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> I
0: was thinking about that this morning. I, I, um, I need a quick click in the pen. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't ever want to be in your courtroom.
1: Yeah, we get that a lot, lawyers. <laughs> it's like I... I Hey, I love you. Nice to meet you. Nice to work with you. I hope I never have to do it again.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. We get that a lot. (laughs) And as I've told people you were coming, they're like, hey, I've got a speeding ticket. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No.
2: Yeah. So I actually know Stephanie because she used to be my attorney when I had my real estate company. So we we had to do some things together. And I definitely enjoyed having you on my side. Thanks. Yeah. How do you know each other?
0: I met her at a wedding and the wedding was for my goddaughter my niece, my oldest niece, Carolyn. And so at her wedding was the first time I got to meet all Raul's family. And so, yeah, we met that day and that was fun. It was in Fredericksburg and we had a great time. And so now we share, I have a great niece. She has a granddaughter
2: so you're basically and, family yeah.
0: so, we're, yeah. we're basically family
2: yeah yeah you and you and we always need a
0: judge in the family you know you want a mechanic <laughs> you want a dentist there you go and a judge
2: yeah yeah and a doctor don't forget
1: yeah the doctor. Doctor. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so um so let, let's talk real quick i am may, maybe going off script here but tell me about lucia tell me what it's like to have a granddaughter
1: it's it's uh surprising um <laughs> it's exciting Um, So my oldest, Raul, who married your niece, um, he's uh, 25. He's been out a couple of years. They got married, I guess, two years ago, and then they had a baby in November. And so it's... uh, it's a sort of unbelievable, a little surreal, um, but she's just so precious. And
0: you got to spend some time with her finally. We right?
1: did, I mean, we did. We got to go on a vacation here recently, and she joined. They joined us, and so we got to spend all week with her. So, yes, and we get to keep her in April. <laughs> There's a, a weekend in April deal. we get to keep her. Well, so I we're have very to excited. ask them if I'm
0: allowed to see her. <laughs> I've never seen her in person. <sighs> COVID has made this whole thing very weird. Um, yes. So I've never gotten to hold her and hang out with her and. And that would be really neat to do. And so maybe by April, when she's in New Braunfels, there you go. We could arrange a time. Okay. That I could come and say say hi to Lucia. If you I, I if I'm,
1: window, if I give you, if I yeah. if I
0: give her up, <laughs> right? no, I can see you like on the bench. Like it's okay. I don't get to see her very often. Yes, exactly. So you just hang out with her. <laughs> <That's
1: funny. laughs>
2: Yeah, so let's talk about your history as a lawyer. So as I said, you used to be my lawyer and
1: you've
2: you've been a litigator for how many years now?
1: So I've been practicing law for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I uh, started and uh, in Dallas and we worked there for nine years. And then I had the opportunity to move my practice to New Braunfels, mm-hmm. Texas. And who wouldn't do that if you got That's the right. opportunity, <laughs> yeah. right? So um, I was able to move down here and um, join the old line law firm here at the time. And, uh, I've been practicing there. So I've been practicing in New Braunfels for tw- 20 years. And so, uh, I've been doing litigation for, for that long of a period of time, which is pretty unusual. Um, like you and I talked about. Yeah, before. Why,
0: why is that? You mean as a woman?
1: Yes. And so, um, there's a lot of reasons why women don't stay in the profession, um, with the COVID situation and people working from home, you, know, you hear the stories about how it disproportionately fell on women because they were working, but they were also taking care of their kids in the home and having to deal with all that. And so there's um, so as you, if you look at the statistics, men and women in, in Texas enter into the legal profession pretty evenly. Mm-hmm. But as you progress through your years of practice, that starts to diverge. And by the time you get even just 15 years into practice, one's going up and one's going down and and it's you know just women just don't continue to stay in the practice as long and so i'm pretty proud of the fact that i've been doing it for so long and
0: you raised three children
1: yes you have
0: two other kids besides raul
1: i do and and part of that was because of our move to new braunfels a lot of it was just the ability to um be able to be close we had lived in a you know big metroplex and you're spending several hours a day on the road just getting to work and back and just coming here and working downtown and my kids were two blocks away from oh, me wow. in school That was yeah. pretty cool yeah. um, pretty amazing um so you can shoot out at at, at lunchtime and go to yeah. have lunch with them and then oh, get back yeah. to the office you know, i never coffee. thought of
0: that but mm-hmm. yeah you could spend two or three hours on the road oh, every yeah. day in your commute mm-hmm. um and I think it's also a great plug for DuBronfels. Oh you yes. you know. And, as oh yeah, that's you know, the one a, thing I love. I'm a realtor. I, a realtor. I work at Reena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you uh, want to yeah. move here? I know a guy. But Maybe when I when I
1: moved here, more people moving no, here. Now.
0: Oh my right. gosh, yeah. When I moved
2: here in 2002, that was probably the first thing I noticed about this town. My kids were like two and four at the time, mm-hmm. and I loved the family yes. stuff of this town. Absolutely. At the parks and rec department, did so many activities during exactly. the summer, and they, the town was clean. The parks were beautiful. Like there's so much, so family, friend, so much family friendly oriented stuff here.
1: Oh, absolutely! You had the soccer fields, the HUB soccer mm-hmm. fields, and then you had T-ball over on, you know, on <laughs> Fredericksburg, and so we did all of that, and yeah. that just, I don't think it would have been as and
0: then doable. Schl- Schlitterbahn and the rivers. Oh, absolutely! That's like yes. your local pool. Oh yeah, absolutely! Um, and Land Park pool. There, <laughs> there's so much to do. Um, so I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, so um, I was going to talk to you about the maybe the reason we you're a judge now is oh, yeah. because we're growing so fast and um, so you were appointed by the governor
1: yes want to elaborate on that yes so in the um, in the last legislative session 2 years ago the the two new courts were created for Comal County the district court which is what I'm in now and a new county court at law was created um, but they weren't either they weren't supposed to start until January 1st Um, And of this year, 2021. And so the county court at law was an elected position because it's a county position. But the district court position is a state level um, judicial position. And so that was appointed by the governor. And you'd mentioned I'm appointed for two years and then I have to run in the next election, which is basically the primaries next march which is going to be here in a, you know wow, yeah. in a blink yeah. of an eye mm-hmm. and then if i uh, win re-election then it's a four year period which is the normal uh, gotcha. period for a
0: judge to this is serve. how they start a new court
1: that is correct and new yes. courts
0: are started perhaps because of population Absolutely. in the county and Absolutely, just one judge couldn't handle the load
1: no well and so we have really just two full time judicial positions before mine came on board we have three judges who Um, ride circuit so they're only here a third of the time so three Mm -hmm. of them here third of the time so that's one that's right and then um, then Judge Waldrop his only come out county and then my court is only Come out county so but yes when I moved here in 2000 there were I think 27,000 people in the county and what is it now 150 170,000 in the county so yes it was absolutely for the growth that's exactly why they created it and Mm -hmm. we're busy and that's even with COVID. We we haven't started trials. You know we've got. Yeah, to I was going to ask it. about
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: So COVID has had a huge impact on everything, um, in, including the law. You know we can't have um, people gathering, or haven't been able to have people gathering, and so we haven't been able to hold trials because you usually have you know six to twelve people as jurors, but in order to get those six to twelve people as jurors you have to have what we call a venire panel and that's 40 to 60 people
0: to to choose from, to
1: choose from, to get your panel. And so it's, we have to, you have to find a space to be able to sit
0: 60 people,
1: six (laughs) feet apart. And our courts aren't, you know, no courts really are, are are set up for that. The only places really that are are big cities that have a central jury room. Um, We do our jury selection in the courtroom. So, um, so that's been difficult. And, And actually, you haven't been able to even hold in-person trials um, because the um, Texas Supreme Court has told us we couldn't for safety reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, Up until a a couple weeks ago, you weren't allowed to have any jury trials unless you got specific permission. And actually, we've held a couple here in Como County but it's a big process and you have to do all the social distancing and so you have a huge backlog right a huge backlog that's exactly right oh, So man unresolved mm-hmm.
0: stuff yes and, and so
1: for an entire year people haven't been able to get a trial
0: so when it opens up Bingo. Boom. It's going to be, be crazy. Busy. It's going That's to be
1: That's why, why crazy. you took a
0: vacation last <laughs> yes. week. You're not gonna get one. <laughs> not gonna <laughs> happen.
1: work to wow. do. That's yes, we do. To do. we do. We do. Really and it's do. a
0: full time job, right? You it had is. to shut down your law practice or pause it or whatever you do. I had to
1: shut it down. It's a it's a full time position. Um, I had served as a municipal court judge for um, both as an associate municipal court judge for New Braunfels and the municipal court judge for Bull Verde. Um, but those are part-time positions. Mm-hmm. Um, twice a month, I'd go out to Bolverde Yeah, and so that Verde was something you do did that. alongside. Alongside my practice. I don't know
0: how you do it all because I was researching you and you're the president of Dallas Baptist University uh, Alumni Association.
1: University of Dallas. University of Dallas. Yes. Sorry. Yes. What did I say? Dallas just, mm-hmm. yeah. just making stuff up. We be, make things up. <laughs> the University of Dallas. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: You're on the, the president of the Alumni Association. I am. Yes. And you're on other, you created your own uh, organization. Yes.
1: So um, several years ago, I was worried about, you know, it just seemed like people didn't understand what our country stood for. They didn't understand even that we had three branches of government and what those three branches are like basic things about what this, this country, you know, how we're created and how, how we govern. And so I, um, had a sponsored a dinner for the constitution to celebrate our constitution, to celebrate our founding. Um, and I had 150 people show up and so it was really well received. And a lot of people said, can we do it? Can we participate? Um, and I ended up, creating a 501c3, it's the Constitutionalist mm-hmm. Foundation, and we've been sponsoring a, a Constitution Day dinner every year, so September 17th, you may or may not know, is Constitution Day. Okay. And so, yeah. around that same time, we had this dinner and we brought in speakers, and we uh, had Wallace Jefferson, who was the Texas Supreme uh, Texas Supreme Court Chief Justice, yeah. um, Judge um, Don Willett, who's on the Fifth Court of Appeals in New Orleans, um, some good names. Yeah. Um, who've come and spoken. We're not a political group. We are a um, nonpartisan. What we want to do is want people to have a discourse. We want them to have a civil discourse about who we are and what we do. We can't seem to be able to do that nowadays. And we're like, we should be able to do that. Um, And so we just want to educate people. We want to have discussions, but we want to have civil discussions. Um, So, yes, we created that organization. So I want to go. (laughs) <laughs> Did, were you absolutely.
0: able to do it in 2020 we were not no. we were not hoping able to do this that. year to yes. do it again
1: absolutely mm-hmm. september there, 17th
0: yeah yes. so around, around that, time. that, around that's, that time. so that's the day that we con- we celebrate the Constitution yes. um and then sometime around that you'll hopefully plan a dinner absolutely that will be neat yeah yeah
2: okay so off camera we were talking about how you always knew you wanted
1: to be a lawyer yes so growing up you know people always ask you what are you going to be and i was always going to be a lawyer that's and right. i don't know why my, I don't have lawyers in my family. My parents aren't, I don't have uncles and aunts who are just always something I was going to do. I don't know that I felt like I was going to practice forever. You know, a lot of times I thought, well, I'll just go to law school and practice a couple of years and then maybe go into business or something. Sure. But I was always going to be a lawyer. Um, and here I am. <laughs> so then where was the jump from the lawyer to judge? Like, okay. What made you want to get into that? Well, you know, so, um, I tell people all the time, we, my family and I have been very blessed. Um, we have just had a lot of blessings in our lives and always try to pay that forward. And I feel like with, with my practice, I was able to serve my clients, um, but I really was hoping to sort of expand that and do more. And I've been involved on boards here in, in New Braunfels on Hope Hospice and um, um, I'm a mentor for communities and schools and trying to get involved. But really wanted to try to do something that that gave more time, you know, and it was is more of an impact. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing the work as the municipal court judges, and I really just enjoyed doing that because you're you're helping serve people, helping them resolve these legal issues they have, um, and and bring things to to conclusion for them, right? So they don't have this. Ju- you know this legal issue hanging over their head, and I could do that individually with my clients. But as a judge, you can do it for so many more people. Yeah. And so I really enjoyed it with the part time work I was doing. And as I told the city manager in Bolverdi, it's like if I can get a full time gig doing this, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was. Yeah. So when this position became available, um, I went ahead and put in my application last year. And. Fortunately, was chosen by the governor to do it, and i have just I'm having a wonderful time doing that. And I just feel like I'm serving so many more people. And you just feel like there's so much more of a sense of purpose in what I do on a day-to-day basis. And it's just a really good and feeling. And it's paying those blessings
0: forward. Different than being just an attorney. Some...
1: Yes. An attorney,
2: like as a litigator, you're fighting for one side.
1: Yes. So you're an advocate. Um, as a lawyer, you're an advocate for your position. So you're arguing your side. But as the judge, you get to be that neutral third party you need to you get to help the people just resolve the situation and um make it come to a conclusion and that's that's a it's a really good role to be in yeah. um yeah. because you really are helping people um resolve issues and um so try to move on with their lives yeah. So one of the nuggets that
2: I want this episode to be about is how you judge. Because once you told me how you judge, I was able to take that skill to my house and help resolve situations that were going on in my home. And so I want you to elaborate.
1: What is that skill that you need as a judge? Okay, so we were talking about the fact that when we hear things in our court, witnesses come and they speak, um, we don't allow hearsay. And that really goes along with the good gossip idea. Yeah. Um, hearsay is basically somebody coming into court and saying, he said this, and we're supposed mm. to believe it's true. Yeah. Objection. Well, <laughs>
0: it's That's probably the most common objection. Objection irrelevant and objection hearsay. That's good. very good. Sustained.
1: So, hmm, have you been in court
0: <laughs> No, I watch a lot of TV. Yeah, I, <laughs> I watch <Absolutely>. bull. <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And so we don't allow hearsay in the courtroom because you can't say what somebody said, somebody said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that whole whispering in the ear, and you start it around the room. It's a totally different sentence by the time it comes out on the other mm-hmm. end. So we don't allow that in the courtroom. We don't allow hearsay. And so maybe if we, we all sort allow of it in our lives,
0: uh,
1: maybe if we yeah. all sort of took up that mantle. So why don't you tell us about what? How yeah. You, so how you there was that.
2: a situation where. Um, I think we talked about this earlier this week and yesterday too. People take offense based on themselves. So whatever filter that they're taking your words and filtering Mm -hmm. it through, they take offense or they're okay with it, whatever the situation is. But whenever there's conflict, it's because I'm offended by what you said to me because I took what you said and I filtered it through. And I assigned a meaning that you didn't necessarily mean. Right. And so I had that situation in my house. Uh, somebody texted me and said, this is happening, and this is how they interpreted it. And so then I went and got the other side of the story, and I was like, no, that wasn't happening at all. This is the
1: situation. And, you misread it. And they completely, like, oh, okay. Well, you know? Right, so that's what we do in the courtroom. We look at both sides of the story, right? You don't just get to come in and tell your story and all the things you've heard and all the gossip and all the hearsay. and Or, or you don't get to come in and just say all the things it's sort of filtered through and we get to sort of the meat and the nugget of it. Um, and we hear both sides of the story. Yeah. Then
2: you make a decision. I love that because I've always been the type of person, people thought it was weird, but when somebody hurts me or offends me, I almost always ask more questions. Like, why did you say that? Or if I have a friend who's telling me a story about why they were offended by another person I go, you know, and I somehow end up in that situation. I'm like, what's this, your side of the story? Like, what happened? And I and I do the same thing. I kind of put the facts together and realize there were feelings involved, but
1: it's about facts. Right, and and getting past what people... Uh, the other issue is what somebody said somebody said, right? Oh, it's yeah, like, is forced. that really what they said? Yeah. You know, we're, we're not going to listen to what we think somebody said. We're going to go... I do this with my kids all the time, and they hated it. It's like, <laughs> they'll say, oh, this... They said this. I was like, did they really say that? Well, that's what so-and-so said. Well, so you don't really know that that's what they said.
2: I love, that. I love it when they tell me the story and they say, and then I said this. Did you really say that to them? Well, I wanted to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I oh, said it in my head. There's somebody, I can't say her name, but there's somebody very close to me in my family that does that all the time. Yeah. She's telling me, oh, they said this. And then I, I said, blah, 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 blah. And I said, you really said wow. that? And no. But man, I, I thought it. But imagine <laughs> so if funny. they
2: said that to somebody else and then they told it to somebody else. I mean, it could just become, those actual facts of the situation are now blown up into crazy. So it's true what they but said. It, There's right? three
0: sides to every story.
1: Yeah,
0: Yours, that, That's his side, her side, and the truth. Yeah, And the truth is some form of both
1: well, it's funny. Um, I used to tell my clients that there's four truths. Um, it's your version of the truth. It's the other version of the truth. It's to the truth that the judge will let the jury hear because, again, it's that filtered version. And then there's the truth that God saw. Ah, <laughs> that's, that's high level. That took yeah. it to a whole other so, level. So, four truths. Yeah, yeah, so you have to kind of sort of look at your life on, on, from those different versions, right? Yeah. And it's just better if we don't get into the gossip. We don't. Yeah think about well is is it really did they say that just go to the source and or not, and not ignore those things. And, and
2: even and even not just in situations with other people in your life but what about yourself right. how many times has somebody said something done something whatever and we interpreted it to mean something right. and then that's a story that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. i love how Brene brown always talks about the story i told myself is that <laughs> you said that yes. because of this <laughs> and it's not true and so one of the best questions we can ask ourselves is but did they say that
0: right but did they say that but did
2: they say that right cuz we about were just talking about
0: that earlier telling stories to ourselves and, and mm-hmm. especially when you're nervous waiting to hear something you start building a narrative in your head of what they might be thinking or what they might be doing and that is a total waste of energy yes complete almost completely unproductive as yes. you pointed out could be negatively productive mm-hmm. and um, you know we're putting it out there
1: yeah. When, and wasting your energies when right. we could be putting it and and channeling them on, for a much better purpose. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, a um, couple days ago, my mom came upstairs. She was in town for a few weeks. And so she uh, she was talking to me and she started fixing my couch cushions. <laughs> and I could have filtered that through the what? I'm not a good housekeeper. <laughs> you know, I'm not a good enough mom. Like, I'm telling you, I would have before this week. Oh, awesome. Before this week, I would have. Okay. And then while she was fixing the cushions, she said, I'm just trying to help. I didn't ask, but she just said, I'm just trying to help. And I knew she meant that. I knew what? she really was just trying mm-hmm. to help. That was, that That's was her interpretation. Do. That's yeah. what moms do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of days later, she came upstairs, took out my trash and I was like, why are you taking out the trash? And she was like, but I already knew she was just trying, trying to help. help. And so I just let
0: it but, be. But you if know? you filtered that through an older version of you or a yeah. longer oh, ago version ooh, of you, yeah. you would have been like insulted, yeah. <laughs> told yourself the story that she thinks you're a bad, per- you know, bad mom, bad person. Yeah,
2: Exactly. Yeah, so this week was good for me. I love it. I, I was able to say, she said she's just trying to help, and I'm going to take that for facts. That's right. You know, that's
1: perfect. Yeah. I love
0: it. That's great. That can grow. That can that that can change relationships.
1: I think it would help a lot in the world we live in today if people would just take... Ass-
0: assume the best.
1: Yeah. And not engage in that bad gossip. And look
2: for the facts. So mm-hmm. not even just not taking hearsay into consideration, but what are the facts in this right. situation that you could bring evidence. So if we really treated it like we were going to have to go to a court of law and bring our side to you, the only way we're going to get your ruling in our favor is if we had cold, hard facts. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Right.
0: No assumptions or hearsay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Very good.
0: <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. While we have this lull, I wanted to say subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, subscribe, favorite the uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, you give it five stars. I think that's important. I think it helps us. Yeah. And, uh, that's what we heard. <laughs> improve our ranking. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that'll be fun to see that grow. And you can find us on all those different podcast apps.
2: Yeah. So we want to end each show with some good gossip about somebody else in your life. So we want to take this opportunity to let you gossip good about somebody uh, who's doing good in the community oh. as well.
1: I love that. I love that. Um, so there's... Having taken on this position, uh, I've gotten to know a, a lot of more people than I did before. And one of the groups that I've um, been engaged with is a group of mental health professionals uh, from all facets: ju- judicial, um, commissioners' court, um, health, mental health service providers. They they meet regularly to coordinate efforts. And Cumbia County is very blessed to have a mental health, um, um, sort of initiative of, of people working together to provide the best services from different
0: foundations and yes. different organizations and different
1: walks of life. Like yeah. I said, the legal, the, the, the governmental, um, the mental health side. Um, but one of the things that, um, it looks like it's going to come to fruition soon is, um, both judge, the new judge in the other court, Deb Wigginton, and, um, current judge, Charles Stevens, they're both county court law judges, they've been working on trying to create a mental health court mm-hmm. here in Comal County, um, which we have not had before. How and, would that be
0: different than another court?
1: Well, and so, because it focuses on the person and it focuses on helping them fix their, or address their mental health issues. Um, right now, when someone gets arrested, and but the but behavior is probably based on a mental health issue, Right now they're just going through the legal system like anybody else does, even though we probably appreciate what is their mental state, what's their ability to really comprehend. Um, This mental health court will have a mental health coordinator. Um, It will have readily available sources Mm -hmm. and will coordinate those sources, whereas now you really don't have that one location through the court system to coordinate services to help these people who get in trouble.
0: To, and mm. So that they don't continue to get in trouble. Exactly. Because yeah, what exactly. You were, I think what you're saying is that the root of what caused them to behave that way is something that needs to be addressed or that behavior is going to continue to happen and either progress, which is not good for the community or their family or them. Right. And normal courts aren't really
1: set up to address the root causes this mental health court will be set up specifically to address those root causes that's um, to try to help get them out of the system so they're just not cycling yeah. through and cycling through, which doesn't help anybody. Like you said, no. it doesn't help that person, and it doesn't help our community. Yeah, Wow, that's
0: awesome. Are there any other courts like that on the, on the county level? In, in uh, Texas?
1: So Hayes County, I know, um, had created one um, about two years ago. Okay. And there are other ones throughout the state. I mean, it is the county court at law level that does it. Um, and so uh, there, there are some throughout the, the, the state. And I think they're using some models or some you know best practices from various sure. courts to create their so model. So why
0: do you think Judge Wigington or Judge Stevens, why, why do they care? Why, why is this like on their plate? at
1: all well just uh, just because you see people cycle through and you're not it's not helping not helping it's not know? helping i mean yeah. you're, and you're never going to stop that cycle if yeah. you don't do something else <laughs> right That's and that too. is
0: addressing it that just it cause. makes i guess what i'm what i'm hearing is they care oh yeah beyond just all right like they're not just cattle calling they're not just bringing through they're they're having moment like deep thought about how to make this better in the long run. Absolutely. Which they don't have to do. Like their job description, they'll still get their paycheck if they just be judges. So I think that's cool that they're willing to think outside the box for the county.
1: Yes. And well, if I can share additional good gossip. um, (laughs) um, We have several specialty courts. um, And Judge Stevens already does a veterans court. Um, Judge Gray does a DWI court. And Judge Waldrick does a drug court. Wow. So if you have, what's a
0: VA court? Uh,
1: veterans, veterans, veterans court for veterans. So if you're a veteran and you get in trouble, you can go through the VA court. Um,
0: a little more sympathy, or a little bit more big big picture understanding of what you've been through potentially. And
1: coordinating services, the oh. same With thing. Coordinating yeah. services <sighs> so that the services become so much more integral to your I didn't know resolution. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We already yeah. have that many specialty courts, so that's awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that is
0: cool.
2: Great. Man, this was a great episode. Thank you for sharing that, and uh, thank you for coming on the show with us. That was awesome. Thank you for
0: being our first guest. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm so yeah. I'm
1: so honored to be asked, and really honored to be your first guest. So well, was... I love what you're doing. I think it's so important that we um, stop stop being mean to one another. I don't yeah. know. It just seems like our society has gotten so um, angry. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. let's start talking about good stuff. About yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, with that,
2: um, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to have somebody on the show that you know some good gossip about, you can tag us on social media, comment in uh, the comment section, and we can definitely get a hold of you and set that up. Or if you just have a good story you want to share with us, you can share it on social media as well. And we'll be happy to share that story with our audience. We're hoping
0: that by. By having this part of the show where you get to brag on somebody, sure. you know that that will give us ideas for future guests. Okay, because yeah. who knows? We could have Judge Wiginton on or Judge Stevens on someday. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm yeah. sure they would love to come and talk about the courts. You can't right. have judges
0: back to back, though. No, I understand. Sure. Sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know, I
0: feel judged. Big time. That's why I where I'm just wear just wear like this.
1: made the show.
0: Now I'm I'm it. 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 I love it. You would judge me. You I don't judge it. me. <laughs>
2: I'm judging you a little
0: <laughs> Yeah, You're my co-host. I love it. Yeah, we made it. We, we got through the show. Our Yay! first one with a live guest. Thank you so much. That was awesome. So yeah. you guys, you know, thank you. Make sure you share some good gossip this week. Brag on each other. Brag on people. Uh, it can make their lives better, and it will yeah. make your life better. And definitely
2: take this good gossip, uh, what you learned here today, and spread it and tell other people about it. There's some good things happening. And don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.